You're listening to Take That on Sin Nation. Hey guys, it's Phoebe from Take That on Sin Nation with Phoebe Ben and Jess. On this week's show, we chatted with magician and hypnotist David Stewart, who gave Jess a little surprise. We met our intern Steph, and Coach Ken reveals his thoughts on our 50 push-up challenge. Remember, you can catch up on all of our podcasts on iTunes and Omni, and remember to tune in to Take That Live on Sin Nation on Wednesdays, 4 to 6. to another episode of Take That here on Sin Nation with Phoebe, Ben and Jess. We have a very big show for y'all. Uh, we have mentalist and magician David Stewart dropping by. It's our first guest in a while, so I'm pretty excited about that one. He's joining this madness. <laughs> this magic, you mean. Um, we've got Coach Ken dropping by. He'll be checking in on our fitness progress. It's going really well, guys. Yeah, really well. <laughs> There'll be a video up just a little bit later up on our Facebook page. You can follow us at Sin Take That on Facebook. Also at Sin Take That on Twitter. Um, and we're on iTunes and Omni, so you should check out that for um, all of our old podcasts and stuff. This is Take That here on Sin Nation with Phoebe, Ben and Jess. I was at dinner last week, guys, um, and my boyfriend was introducing me to a couple of his friends for the first time. Uh, I've never met these people. Um, and you know, the inevitable, inevitably, when you meet someone new, they ask you what you do for a living. It's like my most dreaded question. Do you guys find... No, I feel you. I feel you. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, I'm, I'm living quite a freelance life. I've, I've graduated uni a couple of years ago. I'm doing little jobs here and there. I don't really have one job description as such. You know, someone's, you know, someone might say, oh, hey, I'm an engineer. Oh, I'm a nurse. You know, like, I've got all these really talented friends and it's just not okay. Mm. And so we're at dinner and these lovely new people said, so Jess... Tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do for a job? And what did you say, Jess? I I breathed heavily um, and just (laughs) said, oh, it's sort of (laughs) media-based. Like, like, what do you say to that? (laughs) Like, how do I explain what I do for a job other than, like, I I work in the radio, I work in radio, I, you know, I I work part-time with my parents because I'm a good little wog girl, like... (laughs) Like, there's just so many jobs I'd never know what to go with. I, I just wanted to see what you guys say when people ask you what your job is. I just love... Oh, it's media-based. <laughs> well, because I get all embarrassed because I studied media at university and I'm still... I'm, like, two years out and I'm still trying to find, land that, like, full-time gig. I'm sure other people out there have been there. Um, text us in 0427-767-767. Have you had this experience? Guys, yeah, well, totally. Oh, totally, mate. Oh, media based. You're like saying that like it's a problem, but I'm gonna take that because, to be honest, people ask me what I do. I try and avoid answering because, like, especially if people know my personality, I'll be like, oh, sometimes I just skip around the city, (laughs) so they'll get distracted by like, oh, she's a bit mental, and then like, well, like you know, like the conversation will go somewhere else. But basically, I'm like, I don't have a straight answer, Mm -hmm. but I'm taking media based because I think it's quite a good answer. Yeah. What about you, Ben? I usually just say, you know, I'm just a guy that brings joy to people's lives. <laughs> I, I once got true. told um, by someone that they were freelancing on life. Like, that was their job. Wow. They were unemployed. Um, they were freelancing. 
<laughs> on life. That was their job title. Yeah, I, I, I loved that. I'm going to use that now. <laughs> um, so we're having this conversation. I said, I, you know, look, it's media based. And then one of the guys said, Jess, tell us what you want to be doing for a job. And Ooh, I thought, you know okay. what? That's a better question. That is a better question. Like, That's a much better question. Like, what do you want to be? Not, like, what is, how, how come after you turn 18, after you leave high school, no one ever asks you what you want to be anymore? It's just, what are you doing? That is so true. That is so true. And you have not got it figured out at 18 <laughs> or 22, which I am now. So, you know, there are yeah. years. I'm 24. I still don't have it figured out. <laughs> um, text us in 0427 767 767 or, or a free web message, syn.org.au. Um, and we will. We want to know, what, what do you, what's your answer to that? What do you want to be? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to be and what are you right now? <laughs> MTV Video Music Awards came out today, guys. The nominations. I'm so excited. Did everyone see? All the girls is right here. Um, <laughs> is that convincing? <laughs> um, well, Nicki Minaj has really, really been disappointed. And she's Ooh, what's been, happened? She's been slamming the Twitters today. Uh-oh. Yeah, just like attacking everybody that she can see and basically um, has started a bit of a feud with Taylor Swift. Oh, that's not good at all. Mm-hmm, yeah. So she basically, um, there was one tweet that said, uh, if your video celebrates women with very slim bodies, you'll be nominated for vid of the year. Ow. Oh, <laughs> shots fired, oh. Nikki. <laughs> um, but then later on she's like, hey, Taylor, I wasn't meaning you. Um, who were you meaning then, Nikki? Right? Jeez, oh, we all know what man. happened to Katy Perry, so be careful, Nikki. <laughs> um, but joining us, uh, we've, I've actually managed to track down Nikki oh, Minaj. Really? Um, yeah, she was a bit heated, a bit angry, but I said, hey, mate, come on to take that, explain to everyone, explain to Australia why you're so upset. Um, uh, well, before we do that, um, I might actually go grab like a hot chocolate. Do you guys want anything? Um, can... Yeah, yeah, I'll have a hot chocolate. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll yeah. go three hot chocolates? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah awesome. Okay. I'll, I'll be back soon. No worries. We'll All see right. you soon, Ben. Thanks. See you, Ben. Three hot chocolates. Yes, three. Okay, bye. Yeah. All right, Nikki. Um, welcome. Welcome to Take That. Look, this is just such an unbelievable, like, just totally not cool of Taylor to do that to me. Nikki, explain to us. Tell us how you're feeling, babe. Look, it's just not cool. I mean, like, I'm as talented as Taylor ever was, you know? Like, there's just nothing about Taylor that is too great. But, like, so much love to her, and she's doing such a wonderful job. But, you know, whatever. I deserve it. Whatever. Do you think it's because of your... Excuse my language here. Um, but you're, you're awesome behind. I mean, it's been, it's been uh, all over the media this year with, with Anaconda coming out. I mean, congratulations. That's, that's an thank awesome... Thank you, thank you. Yeah, awesome butt that you've got there. Thank you. It is now insured for more money than I am, so, you know. Nikki, I want to know, like, how can, how can this be resolved? Like, what's your sort of next move? Look, I think I should just, you know... Just re-nominate me for everything. Otherwise, I'm just going to start my own awards. It's going to be the uh, NTV Awards, the Nikki TV Awards. It sounds like a great idea, Nikki. Thank you so much for joining us here and take that. No worries, guys. I love you. Bye. Love you, too. Love you, Nikki. Nikki Minaj, take that exclusive. Sin exclusive. Oh, wow, guys. There you go, Jess, Jess, Phoebe. There oh, you go. Thanks, thank thanks, you. Thanks, how, how, did I miss it? How, yeah, you did. did yeah, hit? no, she was really good. Um, you know, she just thinks uh, that she should be nominated for more awards. As she should be. Mm-hmm, yeah. So hopefully, look, maybe Anaconda will still take it out uh, with a couple of uh, nominations. But until then, uh, we have some advice. 
Yes. For, for old Nikki and Tay Tay. We've got something new for you this week. A little thing we like to call, Where Are They Now? Where are you now? Now, if you've been on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash sin take that in the last week, you may have seen a little vine posted by one Phoebe (laughs) O'Brien. We discovered uh, Phoebe was, uh, during that vine, if you look closely enough, listening to Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) She's a great lady. So we decided, where is Natalie Imbruglia? Where has she been since, well, her most famous and first album, um, well, single release, Torn? Yeah, that's right. Nothing's fine. I'm torn. Um, quite possibly my favourite song of all time and my karaoke go-to. Um, but and Phoebe- also you're lying on the floor singing to the ether go-to. <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy a little Nelly and Brules. Um, <laughs> but really, after Torn, where the hell did she go? What did happen to Natalie and Brulia? Phoebe, what song were you listening to? Um, not Torn. Um, she's got other songs. Um, <laughs> she, she, has, she does. <laughs> Big Mistake. Big Mistake was good. Oh, yeah. yeah but that was all in the same. That was, like, still in the 90s. Like, I think Torn yeah. was, like, 97. But mm-hmm. since then, like, I haven't... I don't know if she's done any new well, stuff. Well, since then, she was on X Factor. She got married. She did a bunch of stuff. Um, she was also releasing albums, about three since Torn. Um, and oh. just this month, she's released her brand new song, Producer asks, can we uh, play a little grab of, um, what's it called? Uh, <clears throat> Instant it- Crush. Instant Crush is what it's called. My God. Here it goes. Mm. It's got a bit of a torn feel to it. She's a bit tortured. How old is she now? She was born in 1975. <laughs> you do, you do <laughs> know a lot about the Imbrule. It's so sad. So it's, like, I don't want to... You know, cast aspersions, but is 40 too old for a crush? <laughs> I feel like maybe she's, she's she's aiming for a younger demographic still. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, there well, was a bit 15-year-old, con- so <laughs> There was a bit of controversy um, when I was I was looking up, you know, I typed into the Googles, what's Natalie and Brulia up to? <laughs> um, How and- old are you? <laughs> I'm 24. Um, so Natalie Brulia the other day, uh, a bit of controversy. This is the headline from the Daily Mail. Okay. <clears throat> Step back. Natalie Brulia puts on performance in miniskirt and pixie boots. Well, she was born in 1970. <laughs> <laughs> that was newsworthy in the UK, um, that she's wearing a miniskirt. Outrageous. You're well, over 40 now. Come I mean, on. the UK has had its uh, fair share of experience with Madonna. <laughs> So I'm guessing anybody in the miniskirt, look out. <laughs> what, they're wearing clothes? <laughs> but let's, um, I feel like we should all support the Emeralds. Um, let's Thanks. try and get Instant Crush up to the, the same notoriety that uh, Torn has. <laughs> right? No? Well, I'm going to say, well, nothing beats Torn, though. Like, Torn is like, 97 was a good year. I was five, but that is a good song. Yeah, let's listen to it one more time. You're listening to Take That here on Sin Nation. And right now we'd like to introduce you to 
a newest member of our team. I mean, this season we've gone to two hours, and with two hours comes a whole lot more responsibilities. And a lot more work, Ben. Oh, so much more work. Yeah. So we decided that we needed somebody to, to pick up the slack, to do all our admin work, and uh, we'd like to introduce you to our intern, Steph. Steph, say hello to everyone. Hi, everyone. Hello, listeners. <laughs> hello, lovely people. Intern Steph are reporting for duty. <laughs> Thank you, Steph. We did happen to notice, though, um, it is ooh, quarter to five. You're a little late. Oh, I know, guys. Um, intern Steph, look, I, you know, I know I said on my resume when I applied for this job that I was reliable and, you know, nothing bad goes, nothing bad will happen with me. Um, yeah, that's wrong because um, <laughs> on the way here, um, I was driving and um, I've, I only got my P plates uh, just a few months ago. Still a bit of a newbie on the roads. Anyway, I like to think I'm a good driver. Yeah, no, um, because <laughs> I was parking and as I was parking, I um, accidentally just... Oh, I'd like to say tapped a brick wall, but my car, oh. my car tells me diff otherwise. You know, um, there's a bit of there's some damage to the front of the car. Yeah. I just happened to drive into a brick wall. Um, <laughs> Look, intern Steph. It's so great to have you here, but I don't want to so say that, to you know, here. like, you've just made up an excuse. You know, like, you're just saying excuses. Like, oh, I don't God. know if we can... I don't know if we can... Look, uh, I, I feel, feel like, like we that. need a picture. We need a picture up to put it up on our Facebook page. Of, uh, of, of the um, damage? Of the damage, yeah. Look, okay, I will, okay, well, when I told my mum, she was freaking out. She was <laughs> like, oh, no, what is what is happening? Like, your, your first car accident. Is the car standing? Um... <laughs> 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 um and then, thankfully, when she saw it, she was like, okay, that's all right. But, you know, the cars, oh, car yeah. dealers will just charge you whatever. I forgive you. Uh, my car insurance company is charging me a lot more now because apparently I'm like a liability or whatever. You hit one person. You write off your car one time. And you should see the way my family and friends are treating me. Oh, you do one thing and any time I try to say something or put my opinion in, it's, um, I'm sorry, you the aren't you the person that hit the brick wall? Uh, I suppose so. But, guys, I promise I'm going to be so reliable um, with this intern job. I'm so honoured that you selected me. I know you got heaps of other people applying and it was a bit hard to pick me. But right. you, well, we'll, you give you our, uh, we'll give you our coffee orders off air. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But uh, for now, you can catch... Uh, we're going to be hitting, sending you out to the streets uh, oh, my next My first week. job, yes. Yes, streets of Melbourne. Steph on the streets. Um, you're going to be going around asking the people of Melbourne what they think about the day's topics. Are you yep. excited? Oh, I am so excited. This is just... I'm. Oh, I can't even... This opportunity is just... <laughs> it's too amazing. I, I'm just honoured. Uh, Steph will be down at Melbourne Central next week if you wanted to go down there. If you're in Melbourne mm. and you're listening to Sydney, Head down, you can meet Steph on the streets uh, for Take That. Um, but you're listening to Take That on Sin Nation with Phoebe, Ben and Jess. So a little while ago, uh, we brought in a champion of a human being, Ken, Coach Ken, uh, to teach me how to skateboard. Mm-hmm. We've brought him back because, Jess, you've, you've set a challenge not only for yourself, but for the team. I was grossly unaware of just how unfit I was. Like I feel I feel like last week um I talked to you guys about how, you know, I thought my fitness had gone down and I really wanted to challenge myself and you guys joined that challenge to to make me get to fifty push ups by the end of ten weeks. Um fifty's a lot and yeah, we really um, it is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we discovered that on Sunday when we started training. So we've enlisted the help of Coach Ken. We've got him on the line now. Ken, how are you doing? 
Hello, hello. I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? <laughs> we're good, Ken. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, we're really, really excited to get you on board because, as we just mentioned, we started training mm-hmm. on Sunday and it mm-hmm. did not go very well. If you wanted to, if you want to watch us uh, attempt to do push-ups, uh, there's a video on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash sin take that. Um, and it is atrocious. I think I got to about one and a half and, oh. and like, they weren't even real ones. Like, I couldn't even go down the whole way. That's like one and a half of halves. Yeah. Like, that's three half push-ups. <laughs> so, really, I got to, like, one, not even. I, got, I did a half push-up. I did a half good push-up. So, oh. we, so we need some help. That's why yeah. we've enlisted you, Ken. I'm looking at you, you guys right now, actually. The and, video. Um, I think and you're impressed, I know. Um, Always do your stretching. That's good. So, <laughs> stretching was very important. Hard. And Phoebe looks like she's all well and not injured from the skateboarding incident at all. No, she's not. It was a while ago, can I point out? I'm hiding the bruises. (laughs) And uh, I I see you guys talking a lot. I'm not sure talking is really going to get you anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, this is where you come in, Ken. We want to set some goals. Mm. So um, have you you got a set plan for us over the next 10 weeks? Well, the next nine weeks now. Nine weeks. Um... Well, I, I'm looking at your sort of um, current uh, physical status, and um, oh, this is brutal. It so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we are so unfit. I, I don't really know if um, 50 push-ups is really a realistic goal. So, oh. Oh. ouch! Oh, like I, I hate to drop it on you, but um, it, it looks a bit like yeah, a bit unrealistic there. Listen, um, we said 50. I reckon I'd be happy with about 10 at this point. Um, but Why don't when... we try 50 all together between the three of us? That's how Coach Ken really, really um, <laughs> have a lot of faith in us. Um, well, look, Ken, how about um, this week you come and actually physically train with I us? I will. Show this us some, Sunday, show us some of your skills. Mm. I look forward to screaming at all of you. That's really... I'm so worried. Yeah. <laughs> great. Um, if you want to join the 50 push-up challenge, you still have nine weeks to join us. Um, hashtag a photo of you doing your push-ups with uh, Take That 50. Um, and we will uh, showcase some of those on our Facebook page um, if you wanted to join the challenge. Um, also check out that video um, on our Facebook page, Sin Take That. Um, please, please help us get to 50 push-ups because our coach doesn't even believe in us. <laughs> <laughs> So since later on in the show, we've got David David Stewart coming in, who's a mentalist and a mind reader, sort of got me thinking to when I was a little bit younger, um, my my mum is quite a big fan of like the sort of psychic sort of spectrum of that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I live live in the country and the psychics do flock. <laughs> they flock in packs <laughs> to the country. They bloody love it over there. <laughs> and uh, so... My mum would, we would go on like little like trips to go and see psychics, right? Right. right okay. Like road trips? Like, road trip? Oh, it's the weekend, Phoebe. Let's, uh, let's go have a nice, enjoyable trip. Um, where do you want to go? Oh, let's go see a psychic, mum. <laughs> How spot on that is. Like, <laughs> joking. Are you reading her mind, yeah. Jess? <laughs> no, that's pretty much what it, like, what it was, right? So sometimes like... Like, I'm not going to lie, after all of them, I would get, like, so angry because, you know, there's a part of me that goes, like, just imagine because you're young and you're like, yes, I want that to be real. And then you'd leave and you'd be like, they're terrible people. (laughs) I love the 
angst in young Phoebe. Like, I imagine this six-year-old just like, I want to believe so bad. One was really great. I'll, I'll talk about that one a little bit later. But the first one, right? Okay, so I remember this one that uh, she was telling me. She was telling me about my life. I think I, I was like, it wasn't six. I might have been like ten or twelve, right. or like around that like area, age. <laughs> that that, <laughs> that region. area, you know that. No. <laughs> and she she was telling me about like my school, like my school life, and blah blah blah. Which wasn't like it was so. I was like looking around, like I wasn't even listening. Like Mum was away getting her reading done, her tarot reading. Tomorrow done. you're gonna have a peanut butter sandwich, and you're gonna really like it. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was not it. It was worse than that. Like this psychic told me that I was like I was an ugly duckling. Oh. I know. See, that's not even psychic. That's just cruelty to <laughs> like to children. And I cr- and I cry like I cried because I was like, I thought I was pretty. <laughs> and the worst bit was like, I think because I like cried, she was like, she thought it was like a breakdown of like a breakthrough. Like she was like, I'm so, so- I've got such a psychic ability. I've broken through. But <laughs> all she did was bully a young child. <laughs> so was her was her theory like you're an ugly duckling now? But eventually, you or is she just like you're ugly? Yeah. Good luck in life. Thank God you're not my kid. Like I sent you back. I don't know. She was just a, like not a nice person. Like maybe she did have psychic psychic ability, but she was mean. Uh. But um, so the other one I was um I wanted to bring up was like a, a a little bit nicer. So this was a bit later when I was a bit older, and she gave me like nothing has like come true yet. But it's because I think the age. I meant to be is 24 and I'm going to get married, apparently. <laughs> so, two <laughs> years. Two years, years. So, I mean, I'm not, not going to lie. Like, well, we are trying to, to find you a man. I know, it could be now. <laughs> so, well, two years. So, you know, I just, I don't know. Uh, so, she predicted 24 is when you're going to get married. 24 and I'm going to go overseas and, ah, uh, just, you know, like, just, she get she just got that. She just spoke <laughs> to the other side and reached <laughs> out and all marriage and all travel and woo. Like, so... I really believe that I've got it marked in my calendar, like yep. 24. You've got two well. years to make it all happen. I know. Yeah, get your life in order. <laughs> like, that's basically what she told me when I was, like, 17. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, wow. so psychics um, are a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've never gone back to uh, any country psychics again. Cause, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's the country thing, but, yeah, like... <laughs> I'm not going back. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Phoebe, I may just say you're not an ugly duckling. You're oh, a beautiful you. swan. I'm not going to lie. This is why I brought this up. <laughs> <laughs> Playing at the Butterfly Club on the 22nd and 23rd of July in Azure, magician David Stewart joins us in studio now. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, David. Thank you. Um, first of all, I just want to clear this up because we've read that you are a magician, a hypnotist, a mind reader. Can you tell us exactly what your job description is? It's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Stripper, if you like. <laughs> You're a jack of all trades. Yeah, basically. It is a big mixture of those things. So it's magic, psychology, hypnosis, suggestion, and a sort of spiritual way of looking at the world. I'm really scared standing in this room with you at the moment. <laughs> I feel like you're going to, like, hypnotise me and just get me to, like, take over this interview. Yeah, I can't, I can't promise I won't do it. <laughs> and we'll wake up in two minutes' time just thinking yeah. none the wiser. And you won't have any clothes on. <laughs> it's usually how I end the show. <laughs> That's a weird show. Um, so I, I read 
um, David, that you you have a message that you want to get to your audiences um, about happiness. I really want to know, um, how do you find sort of a balance about, obviously you want to be entertaining is um, a big factor, but how do you sort of balance that with that message? Yeah, it is quite hard and it's something I've had to think about a lot in this particular show because I've only just getting... I've only just started getting into the spiritual side of things quite recently since I've come to Australia. So I don't want to be too like, I'm a hippie, (laughs) (laughs) just preaching to everyone. But I do want to subtly hint that maybe we should start looking at these things and there are more things to look at. Um, So, yeah, it is quite a hard balance to get, but it's got the focus has got to be on the magic and the entertainment and putting on a good night and then the... The, th- the sort of spiritual themes have got to be underlying and just sort of suggested. Oh, right. Yeah. Awesome. So you've got the show, the opening night of the show tonight, um, and you've just told us uh, before, the, during the song, that it's sold out. Congratulations. That's really exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you can still get tickets for tomorrow night, so head, head to the Butterfly Club website to grab those. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us a bit about what people can expect from these shows in Melbourne. Yeah, so it's something I haven't really seen around here yet, um, or anywhere, to be fair. Uh, it's a combination of magic, psychology, hypnosis, mind reading. So what that involves is some of the stunts are quite dangerous. Some of them involve... Um, oh boy. <laughs> which is always what we want. <laughs> some of them involve telling people their thoughts, their memories, things about them as people, um, and getting the audience involved to... Uh, it's quite hard to explain without giving too much away, but right. they'll go through a series of impossible coincidences and they'll do it all themselves. It just sounds like a roller coaster of emotions. It's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> That's what I'm aiming for. Yeah. So um, um, I read that you, 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 um, you found like an interest in magic quite young. And yeah. then, so you're 23 now and you have sort of, I guess, like a stronger focus on the psycho- psychological sort of element. How did that sort of come about and how did that sort of develop your... Um, what you do when you perform? Um, I started getting into the psychology when I was 16 when I saw a video of a hypnotist who would touch people on the shoulder and give them an orgasm. Right. Right. So at 16, I was thinking, oh, my God, I have to learn how to do (laughs) (laughs) And so I did. To be fair, that's a pretty good skill to have. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Who doesn't want to be able to do that? So that's literally what I thought. Um, I've always wanted to... Everyone wants to be able to hypnotise someone to doing what they want them to do. So I just started learning and bought lots of books on it and got more and more into psychology and the way we work as people. Awesome. Is it, mm. do, you, do you sense it like a, it's a, like a superpower? Like if you had like a human superpower, like I hypnotise people? <laughs> I do genuinely see it like that. Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it is a superpower. But what Hypno I love boy. About it, <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a cape. <laughs> Maybe I should get one. You should. Sure? Totally yeah. should. <laughs> Fly onto stage. What is the weirdest reaction you've had from an audience member during a show? Um, I've had a few people cry. Oh, gosh. Yeah. In, I see it as a good way. Like, they'll come and hug you after and say, that was amazing. That was so special to me. That really means a lot to me. Thank you so much for doing that. And they will be in tears, which it's not so much the strangest reaction, but yeah. it's, it's the best reaction, I feel, if it really touches someone like that. But it's not a reaction you expect to get from yeah. a night of entertainment. Exactly. <laughs> well, it was, really, it was really great. I cried. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't expect at the end of my show for everyone to be in floods of tears. Yeah. Uh, that's more of a private thing on a one-on-one situation mm-hmm. where I'll do something special just for this one person. But cool. on stage, um, 
I don't know, people just freaking out and <laughs> <laughs> getting scared, I guess. Yeah, it is scary to be thinking. manipulated in that way, I feel. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Jess. It is very scary. <laughs> um, well, David, if you don't mind, um, we'd love to have you stick around. We're going to go to a song now, but maybe when we come back, um, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and do with me what you will. <laughs> this is oh. Oh, I'm so worried. <laughs> I'm going to be the crier. <laughs> We are joined in the studio by David Stewart, um, magician, hypnotist, mind reader, extraordinaire. <laughs> Good job title, yeah? Yeah, I love it. Great. <laughs> um, if you missed, uh, if you just tuned in, welcome. Um, David is doing two shows at the Butterfly Club here in Melbourne, starting tonight and tomorrow night. Um, and during the song, uh, I agreed to... To, to be put under, um, well, to, to be have have a trick tested on me. Is this true? Yes. Yeah, is it, tr- is it called a trick? Um, well, no. <laughs> and yes. It's not like a card trick where I just swap a card at the end or right. something sneaky like that. I am doing this with you, but there is a mixture of different elements and layers yes. to it. And during the song, you asked me to take a card mm-hmm. um, and write down the name of someone who's important to me in yeah. my life. Yeah, so this could be anyone. It could be a friend, a boyfriend, someone <coughs> in your family. It could be absolutely anyone. And just so everyone listening knows, I've been turned away. I haven't yeah. seen this. You've kept this very private. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it's now locked in an envelope um, on the other side of the room. So... I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> Very heavily guarded by Phoebe and myself. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away. All right, let's try this. So what I want you to do is stand up nice and straight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and take a deep breath in. Good. Now, I know everyone won't be seeing this, but you guys can see everything that I'm seeing right now. And all I want you to do is to imagine this person. Okay, you can close your eyes if you need, mm-hmm. if it's easier. I just want you to imagine being around them and really visualize them as viv- as clearly as you can, as vividly as you can, okay? See all the details, okay? And I want you to think of their name. If you just think of their name over and over again in your mind, don't say anything out loud. Okay, right. So the immediate impression I'm getting is this is a girl you're thinking of. Is that right? Yes! Good, oh, right? Oh, my God. That's just 50-50, but yep. I can tell that yep. straight away, right? Mm-hmm. The next impression I'm getting, if you keep visualizing them there, A lot of people, when I do this, they tend to think of like a brother or a sister or something like that. But I don't think this is the case here. Uh, Is this, this person isn't related to you, are they? They are. Oh, they are. So you've Mm -hmm. done what what most people do, which is fine. Okay. So if you keep imagining them there as best as you can, okay. And just think of their name. And imagine that name in the air. Right. So this is a fairly long name, probably like six or seven letters, something like that. (laughs) Yeah? Okay. <laughs> Tell you what, can you think of a letter mm-hmm. towards the beginning of the name? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Right, so there's an there's an A there. Yes. It wasn't the letter you were thinking of, though, was it? No, it wasn't. No. You sort of skipped over it and you went to an N? <laughs> You're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was an N. So you were thinking of N? Yes? yes. Good. Okay, just take your hand away. Just mm-hmm. keep thinking of the whole name in your mind over and over again. This is a sister, isn't it? Yes. An older sister? No, she's younger. Oh, she's younger, but a sister, yeah? Mm-hmm. Someone, I think she looks up to you quite a lot. As, as she's been growing up, she's sort of started to copy you or started trying to be like you in a way. Uh, she's really looking up to you. Like if you can just keep thinking of that name over and over mm-hmm. again, screaming in. This is, uh, it is fairly long. Natalie? Yes! Oh, my God. Yeah, that's my Natalie. sister. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
And she's she's looking at studying media next year, like, my God. Like, like what you're doing, yeah. of course. Yeah. How did you do that? That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, my that, God. That actually does make me want to cry. Your hands are shaking. <laughs> I did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it oh was my like you were in my brain. <laughs> because as you were asking me for the letters, I, you said one near the front. So I went, oh, I'll think of A and I'll trick him. Uh, I'll go, I'll <laughs> what go are you doing, Why are you tricking him? Why are you going to trick him? He didn't know exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh so, my god. so wait, you actually skipped over the A and then yes. went to the end, just like I said. Yes. Yeah, I could tell you're doing that. <laughs> Can you tell what I'm thinking right now? <laughs> you're thinking that I'm the devil. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're thinking. Can we open the card, show them? Yeah, this is what exactly what I want. Like put a photo up on um, like Facebook. So yeah. It's like oh my oh, god! Wow. We definitely should have filmed your reaction. I wish yeah. these people could see you that. There blew it is. Me away. Natalie. Yep. Oh, is. wow. That's amazing. I do love her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Um, I need to see this show now. Um, if you want to go see the show, where can people get tickets, Ben? Well, you can catch David at the Butterfly Club on the 22nd and 23rd of July. Tickets and more info at thebutterflyclub.com or at David's website, davidstuartmagic.co.uk. Thank you so much for joining us, David. That was absolutely amazing thank you very much and you can expect more of this tomorrow night <laughs> please get down there you're listening to take that here on sin nation with phoebe ben and jess oh boy <laughs> i'm still shaking i can't i can't handle how accurate that was like i i'm so like um, i i get fooled so easily but if you have just joined <gasps> us you've missed something massive <laughs> You definitely want to check out our podcast. It'll be up a little bit later, uh, probably tomorrow uh, on iTunes and on Omni. Um, we 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 just did a trick with David Stewart uh, where he correctly guessed um, the person that I was thinking of. It sounds like it was not much, but freaked me out. He's a magic man. I'm a magic, <laughs> magic man. It was so freaky. But I, I was looking during the week, guys, and last week we introduced everyone to the Law and Order Oddities Investigation Unit, where they will go around and try and figure out what these odd crimes are. Last week we had the stolen truck full of nuts, which ended up being, you know, jacked by a squirrel. This week I found an article that described the way that trees are being sent emails. So I thought, this is the perfect case for Law and Order Oddities Investigation Unit. In the criminal justice system, there are some crimes that are disregarded by the regular police force. These crimes are becoming more and more frequent. It was decided that a team should be put together to deal with the sh** the other cops don't want to. That team became known as the Oddities Investigation Unit. These are their stories. <laughs> Honey, can you please feed Jamie? I'm just grabbing the washing out. Yeah, sure thing. Just let me check my emails for a second. You've been hacked. Thank you for your money. What the? So, let me get this straight. You log into your emails, open the top one, and the next thing you know, all your money is gone? And that's exactly how it happened, officer. Who was this email from? Look, I know what you're trying to get at, but it wasn't like that. I never open any emails from those princes. What about the cheap Viagra ones? I don't need to. I get mine from a guy at work. 
Was there anything else about it that seemed weird? Well, not really. But the email did say something. I wrote it down before it locked me out. Thanks for leafing us this money. This will really help plant the seeds of our success. Love from Tree459. That's so odd. What do you think, Maddock? Well, Garrity, it looks like we have another case. That's the second one in two weeks. We're just like Humpty Dumpty. After a disappointing summer, we're about to have a great fall. Maddock, Garrity, it's good to see you guys. Shut up, nerd. What do you have on that email we sent you? Again, we really appreciate this. Well, I cross-referenced the email's IP address with the digital log of our VIX history and then passed it through a filter to remove any potential false positives. God, I want to punch you so bad. Sorry about my partner. She can get a little bullheaded sometimes. No, no, it's fine. I like it. It's, it's kind of our thing. Nerd! Anyway... I tried to print out a list of potential suspects, but for some reason the page won't print. Wait a minute. Pages. Printing. Paper. Planes. Helicopters. Bronwyn Bishop. Knight to Rook 3. Queen takes pawn. Pawn runs with pawn. Prawns are delicious. Garrity, I know where to find our perp. Thanks for your help. No dramas. Shut up, nerd! Here we are, the scene of the crime. We're at the park again. Precisely. It all came together when I heard that lovely IT guy talking about the paper jam. Who hates paper more than anyone? Celiacs. Close. Trees. Of course. That makes so much sense now. The paper jam, the email signed by Tree459. A tree must have sent those emails. And that looks like our perp now. Looks like he's trying to make a run for it. He won't get far. Here's a tree. Got him. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but you two idiots did it again. A perp in our custody and a signed confession in under a day. Thanks, Chief. Although, I never would have thought that a tree would be able to send such high-tech emails. And I would have gotten away with it too, if it was not for you meddling detectives. Well, Chief, I'm just glad we got to the root of the problem. Joining us in the studio now, each and every week she comes in and gives us helpful advice on our lives and our loves and our romances. It's Annie Mack! Ask Annie! Hi guys, thank you so much for having me and uh, no one is better equipped to be giving advice than I. (laughs) So thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Uh, We're really excited to have you here again, Annie. Um, We've actually asked Phoebe to step out of the studio for a moment. Yeah, there is one voice missing from this menagerie Mm -hmm. at the moment. (laughs) Menagerie. (laughs) Um, We've asked Phoebe to step out because Ben and I have taken on the challenge of wingmanning Phoebe and finding her love this season. Okay. Um, so we wanted to get some advice from you um, that we can pass on to Phoebe. Um, we didn't want to embarrass her on air. So uh, if you've got Wouldn't any advice for uh, how, to, how to score a date in the first place, not about going on the date, we've got that covered. How do we score a date? How do you score a date? Okay. Um, 
Well, there are a lot of cliches out there about how to score a date. I'm going to dash those all right now, if you wouldn't mind. Um, Don't play it cute. Uh, Don't be yourself. Just, you know, you need to project the best possible image of who you are and what you want this person to see of you. Uh, So, you know, take a lot of time getting ready. Um, And, you know, make it a safe space for both of you. Um, I recommend sort of a neutral place, nowhere too fancy, um, but nowhere like, you know, uh, too fast foodie either, you know, just so, <laughs> so, you know, you need like a nice, neutral, non-threatening environment for a date. Um, the envi- you know, the setting is nice. The, the seats are nice and plush. Um, you know, you both have to be comfortable. Mm. But if I can give you one piece of advice on with what you're going to do with Phoebe, I think you should just throw her into the deep end. I think you that you should uh, push her into that icy cold water without her even knowing it. That's a good plan. Um, th- uh, coming up, we will be uh, actually throwing Phoebe in the deep end, but that's that's for next week's show. Excellent. Um, for now, let's uh, producer Ash. Can we take our first caller, please? Hi, Annie. How soon is too soon to tell my boyfriend I love him? Dear listener, thank you so much for your question. It's really never too soon to tell your boyfriend that you love him. Um, I don't care if you've been dating for four months or four days. Uh, I don't care if it's been four hours. Just tell him. If you really like a guy, you need to tell him that you love him and want to marry him straight away. This is really important. You know, um, if you want to keep a man, tell him every little thing that runs through your mind. Don't keep anything to yourself. Um, if you are paranoid about his phone, if you're worried that he doesn't love you or you're not sure where you stand, bring it up straight away. Don't wait. That's my advice. Solid advice. Solid mm. advice. Just hound them until they love you back. Yeah, pressure them. And really, you know, as if you're pressed up against them just really tightly, like not a- not only physically but emotionally, <laughs> you need to sort of wear someone down in a sense as well, just until they know exactly how you feel. We dance around in life so much these days. You know, we walk on eggshells and no one really says how they feel. If you like someone, it's love and you've got to tell them up front. Right. Producer Ash, next caller. Yeah, Annie. Dear listener, thank you so much for asking. If I can give you one solid piece of advice regarding a job interview, it's all about the handshake. Now, it has to be firm and look the person dead in the eyes. Keep shaking their hand and don't let go. If you can, try and hold their hand during the whole interview. Another piece of advice is go ahead and lie. People don't check resumes anymore (laughs) and they don't ask schools. So just, you know, make it up. It's gotten me really far, and I would recommend anyone to do it. How was your time studying at Oxford? You know, it was good, Jess. I, I learnt so much, but it was really the richest experience that I took away was friendships. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for joining us, Annie. It was really nice to have you in the studio. Thank you so much for having me, guys. People used to carry around notebooks, right, to, to write notes in, um, and now... I just have my phone with me 24-7 and I'm constantly making these little notes. And when you look back at them, I don't they don't always make sense. <laughs> like <laughs> Okay. I just feel like I write too many and then like I I was going through my notes um just the other day and Ben, I found one from the eighteenth of May. Right. This year. Yep, at eleven PM. And it all it says is Ben is the kind of guy you know your mum would appreciate. 
funny, okay. funny, but also very true. <laughs> very true. Well, to he... be fair, I don't even know if this is the same, the right Ben. Really... Like, <laughs> he's not the only Ben I know. So wait, when was it? The eighteenth of May. Yeah. We did have a meeting that night, so we did come in contact. So that was probably you. Um, so my mum would probably appreciate you as a human. Um, yeah, that's that's just my brain going. Is that about me? Is that yes? It is about me. Cool. Do you guys keep weird? Like, I there's so many incoherent ones. Like, I've just got a note that says two kilos of chicken. When? <laughs> what for? Who's? Why? And, and why? And like about the Ben one. Why was that something that you needed to write down and remember for later? <laughs> like, why? Must remember this one. And the two chickens. I'll never remember. <laughs> I I do the same thing. And I've I've had uh, my phone for a while. This is back in like 2013. I wrote like just a list of like things I should do with my life. Oh <laughs> yeah, like a like a goal setting. Yeah. Like what is get a groovy job? Not just get a job. Get a groovy. One and um, one of my favourites of the list I've written. I'm just very honest. I'm very pale. One is get a tan that isn't from a bottle. (laughs) Do you burn in summer, baby? I do, and I freckle, and I oh, freckles are cute though. Thanks, Jess. Not everywhere though. Yeah, but no, I do. I do that. I do. All the lists are bad. All the notes. I have a lot of notes. I have my address in my phone, just in case I forget where I live. Well, see, look, that's really? useful in case you need to send it to someone. It's just a quick copy-paste. But I've got it sent as a text message to myself. So <laughs> I don't know... Well, you text... No, it's not even a note. It's a text. You've got... Yeah, I text things ben. to myself. <laughs> Do you Ben live? of the future? <laughs> in case you forget where you live. <laughs> I, have, I have myself my own number saved under me in my phone. <laughs> I'm not laughing because I have that exact I do Thank you, Phoebe. Well. Actually, no, then I changed it because it was embarrassing because I kept forgetting my number. So I listed, it, I listed it as M for me and then someone wanted my number and I got it out and it was like they saw the M and they were like, is that M for me? And then I'm pretty sure they were like, let's get away from this. <laughs> Thank you very much. This has been another episode of Take That on Sin Nation with Phoebe, Ben and Jess. If you want to hear anything that happened in today's show or just to follow us along during the week, you can check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash sin take that. Also, we're on iTunes and Omni, so follow us there. You can subscribe and listen to our podcast. I want to say a big thank you to David Stewart for coming in and chatting. He is on at the Butterfly Club tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, he sold out tonight, so make sure you get tickets for tomorrow night. He's a magic man. <laughs> but until next week, we've been Take That and we'll see you then. Take That, 4pm Wednesdays, only on Sydney Nation.